Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Welcome everybody to Tapes and Scouts. And Scouts. Good. You look good. Thank you. You you've you've dropped a person. You you look very <laughs> spelt. I lost a lot of weight. Yeah, man. You look great. All the weight you lost, I found. So that's good. I don't think that's true. It's it's all right here. You can touch it. It's not good. Yeah, it feels, <laughs> <that> feels good. <laughs> all right. Um, that's comforting. It is. This is what home feels like. <laughs> I think it's the longest I've seen your hair as well. Yeah, my hair's dumb right now. You look like an you look like an extra in an '80s movie. I feel like an extra. In an 80s. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm going for. Guy at party. Tim Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. I got the keg. I'm the guy bringing in the keg. <laughs> Thanks, Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> well, Max, I'm going to tell you something exciting. Ooh. I found God. Did you? No. Okay. But God is sponsoring this podcast because Trinity Bible Church in Glassboro, New Jersey is now available on SoundCloud. Their sermons. Whoa. And their Padre. Yes. I call him Padre. I've met him. Very Padre's nice Padre's a very nice guy. He loves this podcast. Does he? He loves it. So go listen to Padre if you want to hear something comforting or you want to find God or whatever. Don't you kind of need to atone for listening to this podcast? Isn't that part of it? I think so. So I think if you listen to us and you feel dirty, you listen to him and you feel probably less dirty. He's. I think he's really the reason we're still allowed to podcast because we would have been smote by yeah. now. Yeah. I remember we got called in the office that one time. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, I was really worried for you. It was bad. And me. It was you know, a stern was talking well. to. I mean, it, I'm I'm the I, buffer between you and him. I so. just figured we were a pair and like, mm. Once I go down, there's no protection. Yeah. <laughs> that lightning bolt a-coming. Yes, no, no doubt. But yeah, Trinity Bible Church, check them out. They're on that air. They're on lines. I'm yeah. not telling you to believe in God. I'm just saying you can. You know what's nice? Hmm. Comfort right now. Comfort is very good. So Padre's voice is very comforting. He is very easy to listen to. He's a nice man. He's going to tell you some stuff. You'll be like, that was good. Yeah. Walk away feeling good. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Good old Padre. Yeah. Hi, Padre. Hi. He's not listening. That'd be funny. I, I'm not going to tell him. What if he this. just like walked in and he's like, hey, guys. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see you do this live. Let's do it. <laughs> Podcasting with an audience. <laughs> they think it's funny. They love it. They can't get enough. No, they, they, they're really laughing about it. They must have heard one of Padre's excellent jokes. They must have. Uh, let's get into this movie thing. You want to okay. go first or you want me to go first? Max? I would like you to go first. Well, that's fine. I'll do it. Okay. My first movie is from 2011. Mm-hmm. It's a biography crime drama. Okay. I can't help but notice I went really crime heavy for a period, and this is the beginning of it. Okay. <laughs> it's Kill the Irishman. Okay. Have you ever heard of this one? No. Okay, I watched this sometime in March of 2020. Mm. Your IMDb minutes, one hour, 46 minutes, directed by Jonathan Hensley. I'm okay, guessing. sure. Starring people I know you like. 
Ray Stevenson. Oh, yes. I'm in. Christopher Walken. Yep, still in. And Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, I'm way in for this. Way in. Yeah. Exactly. Your IMDb summary. The true story of Danny Green, a tough Irish thug working for mobsters in Cleveland during the 1970s. I think for this episode, we should change it from IMDb to your Trinity Bible. Your Trinity Bible minutes? Yeah, in summary. All right. I will do my best to actually remember that. Okay. We haven't drank that much yet. It could happen, Padre. Yep. So yes, your Trinity Bible Church summary was the true story of Danny Green, a tough Irish thug working for mobsters in Cleveland during the 1970s. This movie is pretty good. Uh, Ray Stevenson's your main character. He plays Danny Green. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Steve. I only person I knew was in this was Walken. Okay. And I was like, some unheard of crime movie with Walken. I'm in. Yeah, sure. And that was all it took. And I was like, oh, all these other great people are here. Right. Absolutely. I really enjoy uh, D'Onofrio in this because he's not. A good guy. He's almost always a good guy. Like CSI kind of like, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, outside of the Kingpin. The Kingpin's the one glaring difference, but this is before that. Yep. And he's like a, you know, basic goon. You know, mid-tier goon. He's so great. He's very good. He's very good in this as well. So not super original is my first bullet point, but at the same time, it's based on a true story. So Hard to argue. It's hard to argue. It's hard, I, I would never want to do a real story. I don't know. Right. I'm, I can't do the People versus Larry Flint. It'd <laughs> be tough. Especially I mean, to that's one of the more fun ones to try, but yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a hard, it'd be a task to write. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want to have too much alliteration to where it's like, well, what is this? Now this is just every other mafioso movie, right? Uh, the Irish mob feels different than the Italian mob, which I like that they did in this. Irish mob in movies needs to feel a little more blue collar. Yes. A little more just us versus the world, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, hey, there's these six blocks in Boston is like every plot. Yes. But that's fine. That's what it kind of needs to be. Right. I like that they're a little bit more, there's a little bit more of a rage factor for them. Mm-hmm. They There's a little bit more defensive because there's not a lot of, like, it's not as pervasive. So right. there's this like very, like there's a, it's a different family atmosphere. The solidarity to it, but like an aggressive one, which right. I think is neat. I think it's because like, in a, as far as movies, I don't know anything about the real mob, mm-hmm. but you know, the Italian mob in movies is very family, 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 and there's a million of them. Yeah. Where Irish, it's like literally my family, my platonic live in the house with me family. It's yes. like way smaller in scale. Yes. And I think that's what gives it that edge. Agreed. Um, all the actors have strong performances, especially Stevenson as Danny Green. He is really good. He's He, he so rarely gets a chance to be awesome in movies and like this one if you like if you like him you have to see this one because he is so aggressive at times awesome. and just scary he is scary he's he a scary is dude scary. yeah <laughs> and it was like i said it was nice to see d'onofrio play a bad guy which yes. he really hasn't done prior to kingpin in right daredevil so you know it's a pretty good movie it's not a waste of time it's not amazing right but it's pretty pretty good it's a thing you could do and not hate yourself for so isn't that great that is <laughs> i am your high your praise tr- from you your trinity bible <laughs> church score thank you is 7.1 they really like it over there they love it at the church yep they <laughs> edit out all the cursing sorry padre. but padre loves this um <laughs> he said it was fine to be a sponsor okay <laughs> He knew what he was getting into then. Yeah, the fool. <laughs> Rotten Trinity, but no, that's not good. That's not. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> critical score, 62%. That's out of 50 critics. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it 67%. That's over 9,000 people. And I gave it a 6.5. So it's pretty solid in there. Like, if you like a good Irish mob movie, you'll enjoy this. If you like Ray Stevenson being edgy, you'll like this. Walken is okay. 
He's, he's Christopher Walken. He's, you know, he didn't have as big of a role considering he was the only one I knew was in the movie because I think he's the entire box art, you know? Sure. But that's fair. Whatever. Walk and sell tickets. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 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 I mean, <laughs> he will. I mean, a tale. Come on. <laughs> so last episode was the end of 2019 for me. Mm-hmm. And it welcome was, to it. It was a rough end God. to 2019 for me. Oh, boy. So that last blood. I had to retreat to some movies that are beloved to me. <laughs> to feel good? Yes, I needed some comfort food movies. Comfort food? You got yeah. it. So that's what these two movies are in this episode. Soul Plane. <laughs> it's not Soul Plane. Soul Food? It's 1978. Soul Man? Animal House. Oh, Animal House. That's it. <laughs> I watched this in January of 2019. It is one hour and 49 minutes, and it is a comedy a movie. Good one. Yes. It was directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, John Landis. Mm-hmm. And it stars John Belushi, Tim Matheson, and Karen Allen. Nice. We always have, remember, we always have John Landis staring down at us from my signed copy of Blues Brothers. I love that movie too. Oh, God. Too. I have him and Carrie Fisher on that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Very I think cool. I was the only person in a room full of Star Wars fans who was getting Blues Brothers signed. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with the movie, here is your Trinity Bible summary. Yes. At a college in 1962, a dean is determined to expel Delta House, but the troublemaking frat brothers have other plans for him. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, this movie is, getting right into my thoughts on it, is so weird in mm-hmm. terms of how it's cut. Okay. It almost feels like a bunch of vignettes that just have the same characters and have a super loose tie-together theme that goes through the whole thing. It's so jumpy and crazy, but it really somehow works. Do you think they did that so you you weren't focused too much on any one character? It's kind of like, this is the house. The, ha- the house is who you're focusing on. Yeah, and I think that at that at this point, we didn't know who John Belushi, well, I mean, a little bit, right? He was Belu- probably the Belushi standout. Belushi was the most known. And then, like, Tim Matheson, Karen Allen. I mean, this cast is ridiculous. It was Kevin Bacon's Kevin Bacon, for his yeah. first movie. There's so many people. I want to see a new film. movie with him going on a tie race. Yes. The one about the room that doesn't make sense? Yes. I was like, I've never been scared watching a guy measure a room. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. And I think that this movie kind of while it had all these, like, at the time, we're taking a stab at hoping that these people are good. Landis didn't really do much outside of, like, schlock and Kentucky Fried Movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we don't really know who this guy is. The Lampoon was popular, but it wasn't what the Lampoon became Right at that point. It was kind of starting to break out. So it's just like, all these things are worth giving it a shot. But we don't want to make it this really oppressive, like focused in kind of thing i guess because if we shoot all over the place and some of it's good at least people go hey it was pretty good right where if we focus in on too much and it doesn't work we're totally screwed but it's pretty interesting every character is really awesome everyone's really funny i know belushi ad-libbed a lot i don't know if the others did like the the infamous pimple potato i'm a zit get it i'm a zit yep that was ad-libbed and you see one of the actors pissed he's really pissed yep (laughs) and it it works and the uh i know the scene where they go grocery shopping and they have Stephen first catch all the the stuff in the they just John Lannis just started throwing stuff at him. He's like, catch everything, catch all the stuff I'm throwing, and he's just <laughs> catching it. And he's like, somehow he caught like 15 things. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just such a fun movie. You can tell the cast was kind of having a blast. I know they would go to real college parties and shit and cause trouble. Of course, yeah. It was like it was kind of a hoot. Them aiming the movie specifically for uh, the date they did in '62 was 
was right before all the craziness started happening. It's right before Kennedy got assassinated. Okay, yeah. Is how it's set up. So it's like this is leading into that. And they kind of picked like the like innocent time to do this movie. So it's it really is like a feel good romp. But everybody in this is awesome. Like mm-hmm. every part of this, like every everybody knows this. They all know the Animal House theme. They all know Belushi smashing the guitar. Like there's so many super iconic moments. Even the the poster, like the animated looking poster, where it's all the house with the craziness. Let it alludes like to mad, what you like said. A mad, like a mad magazine looking artist. Yeah. I forget what artist did that. Yeah. They did a lot of different 80s, 80s especially. Yeah. Uh, poster work. And oh, yeah. Artwork. That and, style uh, of like mad, the mm. lampoon, all that kind of like cribbed, weird, like we're going to do this um, very current, current events kind of like parody and pastiche stuff. Also cool. And I think this movie, it holds up. It's got a little bit of cringiness to it at sure, times. A little sure. bit that's going to, can we dance with your dates? Well, specifically, can we dance with your dates? Mm. <laughs> Not so, not so good now, but it doesn't do a lot of things that some other movies I've pointed out in the past have done. It's not, it's there, but it's not pervasive. And I think they kind of tow around it pretty well. And then you get all the iconic, the toga, the boner with the, on the ladder. I mean, it's just so much good stuff. Ladder boners. Got to be careful. It's just such a good joke. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's just, if you're a kid, you just think he falls down. I mean, if you're a kid and you're watching the topless scene, you probably shouldn't be. But sure. if your parents are like mine, they're just like, watch whatever you want. <laughs> you're just like, oh, he fell down. He likes boobies. He fell down. So a boobie. Yeah. Happens. And then you get older and it's like, oh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so for your scores, I am uh, sorry, Trinity Bible Church gives this a 7.5 out of 10. Ah, oh, come on, Trinity Bible Church. You could have done better. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics, 50 critics, same amount as your uh, your movie had 50 critics. I don't know if they're the same 50 critics, but 50 that'd, critics. That'd be weird. Reviewed this to a 90%. Okay. Mm, the audience, 185,598 people gave it an 89%. That's very good there. And I am wedged kind of right there at an 8.5 nice. out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is at least an 8 Yeah, in my eyes. Just, you know, I, didn't, I haven't watched it in a while. Probably a few years, but that's great. It's a, it's a good one to go back to, and it Holds is a good up. it is a good comfort movie after Last Blood. Yeah. Oh my God. Poof, don't go there. Let's not. Let's go somewhere else. Please. We're gonna go to a movie that has a Christmas theme, and I didn't know it. Otherwise, I would have saved it for our Christmas special. Mm. But I mean, it's just the time of year. It's not super important to right. the story per se. I watched 2017's. Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. Are you familiar with this one? Vaguely, yes. Okay. So, I watched this, again, somewhere in the smack dab in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Your Trinity Bible Church minutes, one hour, 33 minutes. Mm. Genre, comedy horror musical. Okay. Directed by John McPhail. Okay. Starring Ella Hunt, Malcolm Cumming, and Sarah Swire. Sure. Or Swine. But that's not a good last name, so we'll go with Swire. Oh, yeah. Can't read my writing. <laughs> It's not your fault, Sarah. It's his. It's my fault. Believe me, you were great. Your Trinity Bible Church summary. A zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, forcing Anna and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival. Facing the undead in a desperate race to reach their loved ones. Blah, 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 farts is what I wrote at the end of that because nice. it went on for an eternity. The, a lot of these summaries Ugh. are just like... <laughs> yes, and Trinity Bible Church, their summary will not have any of that. No. it's You know what? Padre's way more concise than that. Yeah, no. Padre gets this done and just in and out. Yeah. You know? That's Padre for you. Yeah. It's the good word, not the good monologue. Yeah, it's not Come a on. monologue. Yeah, get out of here. He's not doing a bit. No, no. His tight five. <laughs> He's got a tight five. <laughs> have you heard my tight five on God? You're going to believe after this tight five. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, Padre. Um, <laughs> my bullet points. The songs are fun and sometimes silly. Songs often focus on this isn't a Hollywood movie, so there's no happy endings, trying to keep it well within the horror genre, where, yeah, we're, we're skirting around horror cliches and whatnot, but, like, bad things mill probably happen and you know they're gonna stick yeah it's a christmas themed movie but not so much that it can't be just watched at any time the only relevance is you know it's focusing on high school kids they're trying to wrap up their year sure um the most christmas thing you see is they're trying to organize their play and that's about it cool. everything else is just you know whatever business and uh, yes and songs poke fun at the zombie horror movie genre while actors are serious in their dialogue scenes. Nice. So it's very silly at times, and then it goes and goes back to like, oh my god, what are we going to do? So very musical, too. Yeah. Where the song can do, do things that the people can't do. And the songs are hilarious at times. Nice. And uh, they were very catchy and poppy and upbeat. And, I like that. You know. Very interesting movie. I, it's hard for me to give too much away to this, um, basically because it's trying to hit all those basic zombie tropes. Sure. And I've, I'm so tired of zombies, so I'm like, oh, something different with zombies. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. And uh, it was just super fun. Uh, I will say there's a jump scare that is completely unnecessary, got me, and it pissed me off instantly because it served no real purpose other than make me poop my pants a little. Sure. Was not thrilled about that. Thank you very much. John McPhail, you failed. <laughs> uh <laughs> But if you want a musical that's different, this is worth checking out. Uh, I've only ever seen one musical live, and that was the Evil Dead oh, nice. musical. Similar idea, except that was more dick and fart jokes. Yeah. Um, this is not. <laughs> and I think this was just a fun movie with some twists you won't see coming. And it's just a good one to enjoy. If you nice. like horror and that genre, if you're tired of the same old zombie thing, you should check this out. And like I said, if you're like Max and you don't really care for Christmas, it won't affect you. You can watch it still. woo Yep. So let's go to the Trinity Bible Church score. They gave it a 6.0 over there. Okay. They find zombies to be unholy, and they weren't quite having it. Mm, fair. Rotten Tomato critical score, 120 critics gave it 78%. Okay. The audience gave it 61%, and that was just over 1,000 people. I gave it a 6.0, so it it seems like uh, it's worth a watch. Cool. And it skews higher if you like horror. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I had a good time with this one. Something yeah. different. Nice. So I will close this out. Close it out. One of these movies that, like Hackers, I'm all about this movie. <laughs> I love this movie. I love your Hackers episode. Where you just <laughs> gush on Hackers. So I will do the same thing right now Perfect. for 1997's Starship Troopers. Ah, yes. I watched this in January. It is two hours and nine minutes. That's your Trinity Bible Church minutes. The genre is sci-fi action, and it was directed by one of my favorites, Paul Verhoeven, director of RoboCop. Yes. Starring Casper Van Dien, Dina Myers, NPH, Denise Richards, Michael Ironsides. This cast rocks. I was a big Denise Richards fan. Uh, I think a lot of people were at that yeah. era. Mm -hmm. That was, uh, was that movie Wild Things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Dillon and her and Nev Campbell. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> and now for your uh, Trinity Bible summary here humans living in a fascist militaristic future wage war with giant alien bugs. That's right. That is all you need to know. My thoughts on the movie. If I had to describe this movie in a single word, it would be unabashed. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is I do not have to describe this movie in a single word. <clears throat> it is so effortlessly cool 
like hackers, it just wants to be badass. Mm -hmm. That's all it cares about. It does not care about anything else. And what's really smart about it is they give it like this G.I. Joe vibe of he's so cool and interesting and it's like a military propaganda movie. Yeah, propaganda for sure. So it goes very much with like uh, Triumph of the Will, which was the Nazi propaganda movie. And it makes sense because Paul Verhoeven is Dutch and was, you know what I mean, like coming into life, you know what I mean, a little after that time. Mm -hmm. So he kind of had to, like his whole world was kind of steeped in that. So it makes a lot of sense. And the fact that he went as far as to just glorify being in the military and all the like, hey, join the, uh, God, what is it? The uh, whatever federation. It's been a minute since I've watched this now in mm, July. Yes. But you got the mobile infantry. There it is. Join the mobile infantry. And it just makes it so cool and exciting. It's like, oh, I got to do this. It's so rad. They like little, little snippets of dialogue give away that you have to, like, in order to vote, you have to have served in the military. Mm-hmm. And it's like this whole big shtick. It's so cool. And it's so smart of a way to kind of thumb your nose at something by glorifying it and not trying to just bash it. Right. That it does more under the surface than you would predict in a movie like this, which is just a lot of, like, guns and muscles and cool, and all that stuff is worth watching. But when you dig a little deeper, it's like, oh, neat, there's something else there, too, so. I hope our military watches this movie at least once a week. Yeah, I mean, you would hope so. Mm -hmm. Why isn't Casper Van Dien doing more for the U.S. military? Maybe it's just too too much for some soldiers, and they just gotta... They're not, they know they're no Johnny Rico. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. I know I'm not Johnny Rico. No, I'm not either. It's a shame. So, for your Trinity Bible score, 7.2 out of 10. All right. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 64 critics, each gave it 1%. <laughs> nice. So, 64%. That's how percentages work. <laughs> but I'm fine. 224,000 people gave the 70% for the audience. Okay. And they're all fucking wrong. I gave this an 8 <laughs> out of 10 because this movie is the shit. This movie is great. I will agree with you. I love it. It is so much fun. Go out and watch some fucking bug hunting. Go stomp some bugs, Padre. Woo!